shit show that went on today about that. Uh, let me see if I can still get this video up. Yes, it's still up. This is uh, a video, soundbite, whatever you want to call it, of <clears throat> the husband of the only person who was actually killed on or by or in relation to January 6th. I'm sorry to laugh. Uh, 2021 one person died as a result of that injury of that uh, riot that day and <clears throat> it was a lady named Ashley Babbitt uh, it was a day of mixed emotions for me we'll go through all of that here on the podcast and the video, but I'm going to break my New Year's resolution again and light up a cigar while you guys listen to Ashley Babbitt's husband, uh, Ashley Babbitt's widower. Uh, He was on warroom.org with Steve Bannon today. Uh, Marjorie, Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Rep. Matt Gates were also on warroom.org with Steve Bannon today. The first inning, preserve your documents. This is top of the first inning because that's all going to change. Okay, it's all going to change. But Aaron, what what? Do you think it's appropriate? What would Ashley want us to do? If she was here to speak to us, to speak through you, what, what would and Ashley to, to commemorate her life, but also to make sure that justice is served? What would Ashley, what do you believe Ashley Babbitt would want since she was a patriot and dedicated her life to her country? Just, justice served would be him rotten in jail for, for a very long time for, for being a bad cop. That's, that's just a serve. Um, and they, they can't even, at the minimum, fire him. You know, and I don't, I don't know if you caught wind of it. He's got a GoFundMe out there. He's got like $127,000 on a GoFundMe because some concerned friend set it up for him saying his life's been made hell since this and they had to move out of their dream home and everything's going to hell with his, with his wife's business. And I also, I don't, I don't have to preach to you, it's preaching to the choir about this January 6th committee, but a sitting member on that select committee right now named Adam Kinzinger publicly donated $200 to Michael Byrd's GoFund, and he put it up on his own Twitter. So if that's not a conflict of interest or some sort of an ethics violation, I don't know what the hell is. But this this, this thing is such a scam. They, they, they need to just be shut down at this point. Kinzinger donated to the, uh, to the person that killed uh, your wife, correct? Yes, yes, he did. Do you think that was to send a signal to you? Do you think that was to send a signal to 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 you and to other people in this movement? I don't know. It's a signal he doesn't care, but it just shows you the fact that they're not going to be investigating what happened to my wife. If he's giving them money to help him out. Oh. So this is Americana. The American Way with Big John. You can find me on Gab, Twitter, and Getter at the real underscore Big John. 
find me on Parlor at the Real Big John, all one word. The home bases for the podcast and videos are Rumble.com and Anchor.fm or the Anchor Podcast app. Available in your app stores. Um, I probably, probably, wait a second. I don't need to see that again. Um, I probably knew today was January 6th. Um, but I forgot the significance of that day, and, uh, well, praise the Lord, the filthy Democrats in Congress and Ted Cruz were around to remind us. Actually, I got reminded as I was surfing through, uh, YouTube stuff and stumbled into, onto some things, and I was trying to get my buddy to do a one-year anniversary podcast with me, and he was so upset about the way the Democrats handled today that he he <laughs> uh, he couldn't do it. He he could not. Of all the guys that talk politics. Uh, with me and to me and such and so forth. Uh, he would not do a podcast today about it. And then I saw a clip of this and realized why he was so upset. Fellow Americans, good morning. Certain dates echo throughout history, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them where they were and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault. Dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941. September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. On that day, I was not only vice president-elect... Go to hell. Um, I can't listen any more of that. So, this, this is what our current VP... That was what she had to say about the events of one year ago. Now, I'm not going to preface this with shit. Because I'm not going to backtrack anything. Literally, to quote Ilhan Omar, some people did some things. That's what happened on January 6th, 2021. And I will get into all of this as I look through my notes so I can stay 
uh, somewhat on track. But uh, evidently today... Uh, the Democrats had a day-long rally, or pardon me, commemoration of the January 6th, uh, 2021 riot at the Capitol. And that's all it was at its worst, at its worst, a riot. Leadership committee and member staff. We had a session this morning uh, where we could say thank you to many of them. Unfortunately, COVID did not enable us to have the full house. We will have another time when the attending physician allows. Uh, but as we acknowledge the horror of that day, in the face of extreme danger, they all risked their safety for our democracy by protecting the Capitol complex, members, staff, press, etc., uh, press within, safeguarding the ballots in those mahogany boxes to validate the election and ensuring that Congress could accomplish our purpose and our honor, honor our duty to the Constitution and to our country. That day and in the days after, they were the defenders of our democracy, and their courage and patriotism remain an inspiration. Because of them, Congress was able to defeat the insurrection, to return to the Capitol that same night to ensure that the peaceful transfer of power took place. Because of them and our members, the insurrection failed. One year later, this sacred space where members legislate, children learn, visitors are welcomed, was defiled and damaged. We know that. As we reflect on that darkest day, we remember that the insurrection sought not only to attack the building, but to undermine democracy itself. When the violent assault was made on the Capitol, its purpose was to thwart Congress's constitutional duty to validate the electoral count and to ensure the peaceful transfer of power. But the assault did not deter us from our duty, I say again. In this capital, a symbol of democracy to the world, that evening, the Congress, because of the courage of all of you, rose to honor our oath and protect our democracy. We did so honoring the words of President Lincoln during the Civil War. Fellow citizens, he said, we cannot escape history. We will be remembered in spite of ourselves no personal significance or insignificance can spare us one or another. Really we hold the power, and that therefore we bear the responsibility, the Lincoln said. Today we accept responsibility as daunting and demanding as any that previous generations of leadership have faced. Since the January 6th inspiration, there have been continued assaults on our democracy, undermining the sanctity of the vote and the integrity of our elections, which are the basis of our democracy. Let us be true to the vision of our founders who brilliantly established our democracy and made it a model for the world. Let us honor the sacrifice of our men and women in uniform who protect that freedom with their lives. And let us remember the words of another president, our patriarch, George President George Washington, when he delivered the Constitution to the Congress, he said this. 
He said, this constitution represents the creation of a government which would allow for the continuation of rigorous debate, but relies upon the common sense and good faith of the American people to find the better angels of our nature. As we proceed, let us find our common ground, reach our nation's heights with liberty and justice for all, remembering the words of our great patriot and in the spirit that our chaplain referenced of President Lincoln, with malice toward none, with charity toward all. Let us acknowledge today, as I conclude, I want to acknowledge our fallen heroes of that day. This is really sad. U.S. Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick. U.S. Capitol Police Officer Howard Livingood, Metropolitan Officer Jeffrey Smith, U.S. Capitol Police Officer Billy Evans of a later assault. Now I ask all members to rise for a moment of silence in their memory. I'm sorry to, to laugh. I'm not laughing, obviously, because those people died. Um, I'm laughing because it's so ridiculous that she went to that length to have a moment of silence for people. One, she said, died of a later assault. You, you either died on January 6th because of the riot or you didn't. The only person that died that day was Ashley Babbitt. The only person killed as a result of that riot was Ashley Babbitt, and she was murdered by a rogue security guard at the Capitol. A guy who forgot his gun in the bathroom at one point a few weeks prior to this. Someone who did not have an exemplary employment history at the Capitol. But let's go through the events of this day. What led up to this? It was, a, it was a white supremacist rally a few blocks from the Capitol. They have a name for it. I think, and I can't think of the name for that area of uh, the Washington Capitol area, but... People in the media are lying to you and saying Donald Trump and Alex Jones and all these white supremacists organized the Stop the Steal rally. The Stop the Steal claiming that the election was stolen. The event organizer is Ali Alexander. A-L-I Alexander. He was born, now, now this is a white supremacist name if I've ever heard one, some bitch. He was born Ali Abdul Razuk Akbar. Well, if that just don't scream good old boy from down south, redneck, racist, insurrectionist, I don't know what does. His mother is an African-American Christian. His father is a Muslim from the United Arab Emirates. And he, he changed his name to Ali Alexander at some point. But his birth name was 
Ali Abdul. Now I'm stuttering like Pelosi. Ali Abdul Razak Akbar. He was raised in Fort Worth, Texas. That's the only southernish thing about this guy. Okay. Now, Donald Trump did overhype this on his Twitter. He was saying things like, it's going to be wild, it's going to be huge, uh, all kinds of stuff like that. that I didn't particularly like him saying, I'll admit. But the day of the rally, okay, he showed up late, which I hate. I hate, I hate, I hate when people are late. And then he talked too long. He's known for talking for a long time. He's Donald Trump. That's what Donald Trump does. But this day, when I'm saying he talked too long, he knew they were starting the Electoral College uh, certification at 1 p.m. I wanted to watch that. That was historic. Okay? He is speaking past 1 p.m. It's almost 1.30 or 1.20. 1.20 p.m. or 1.30 p.m. So I'm kind of like, I got, you know, on one screen I've got Trump speaking. On the other screen I've got the electoral certification playing. And unbeknownst to me, the riot is starting outside the Capitol as he is speaking. So Trump hadn't finished his speech. He hadn't said his famous line, you're going to have to fight like hell for your rights from now on because the Democrats are going to try to take them, which he's right. Every day it seems like we concede another one of our freedoms to the government, especially since this pandemic started. But... <clears throat> He said, fight like hell for your rights. He did not say what the press and uh, the liars in Congress that impeached him the second time after he was no longer president. Um, he did not say, go down to the Capitol and start a fight. Or, or go to the Capitol right now and fight like hell. He did say, we're going to peacefully march down to the Capitol... And he said he was going to march with his uh, supporters, but he, he didn't. He went back to the White House or something like that. Uh, but anyways, he said peacefully, and he emphasized the word peacefully, because this is not an Antifa or Black Lives Matter rally. He said peacefully walk to the Capitol or march to the Capitol and have your voices heard. Okay, that's not so bad. Considering that there's already shenanigans going on at the Capitol as he is speaking, but he gets the blame for it. The deadly insurrection. This is the next part of the liberal lies. The people they say died because of January 6th and the insurrection, mild riot... Uh, is what it really was. One of them died days later of a stroke. There was one who got hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. 
uh, I don't know if we know who or not hit him, but he died a few days later of a stroke. His family said it as much, but the media doesn't report it. <clears throat> there were people that broke and stole things, and they need to be punished. This is one of the most secure buildings in the world. You're telling me they cannot pinpoint with all the security cameras that must be in the Capitol and around it who broke what, who smashed what, and what happened. That's bullshit. They've got people still sitting in prison that have not been charged with anything. The only person, like I said, that died that day was Ashley Babbitt. Now, the video where she died shows a, a couple guys beating on a window. There's a door and it has a big glass window in it. And on the other side, hiding behind a barricade that's holding the door shut is this Capitol Hill security guard who eventually murders Ashley Babbitt. And it's not being prosecuted for it. Now, Ashley Babbitt did not break the window. She was, according to her husband, was telling the people that were beating on the window and trying to break it, no, no, no. Uh, according to her husband, she got scared when she saw the SWAT team come up the steps behind, the, behind them. And you see a member of the SWAT team wave off the security guard on the other side and give him the, it's okay, we're here, we've got this under control, sign. The window gets smashed. Two guys that broke the window pick Ashley Babbitt up and the security guard shoots her. The two guys that lifted her up are on cell phone video. I'm sure they're on security camera video. The uh, Capitol Hill security guard who shot her has come out and talked about it. And none of them have, are being investigated or prosecuted in her murder. Ridiculous. According to people like Elijah Schaefer, who is a, uh, an, I guess he's a reporter... In, in on independent media, okay, Elijah Schaefer, you can find him. I'm not gonna promote. I'm not promoting him. But he says the violence was started by, and there are multiple recordings and videos of this guy named Ray Epps. Ray R A Y Epps E P P S E P P S. Uh, He's a, this is strange. Uh, he's a former Golden State Warrior forward who was drafted in the fifth round in like 1970-something. Uh, he's a possible FBI informant. And he's seen on video telling people, let's go in, let's go in. And some people are looking at him like, no, we're not going in. 
And then eventually he gets a crowd of people that stir it up enough that they follow him into the Capitol. And like I've said, the people that stole things, that broke things, need to be prosecuted. But there were a lot more people that went in and were told by police and security, hey, you need to get out of here, and they obeyed. I don't know which group, which people are sitting in the gulag in Washington, D.C., uh, yeah, without, have been, without being charged for any crimes so far. One of them is dying, uh, but whatever. Uh, not whatever, I'll get to it in a minute. This has been this whole thing about the uh, election being stolen is called the big lie. The actual big lie of the January 6th is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her lie which is about an hour long on it's still I think it's still on her Instagram account where she was being rescued by a Capitol police officer before the rioting even started, there was a bomb threat. And this officer banged on her office door and said, where is she, where is she? And according to her lie, her staff told her, go hide. And she went, and <coughs> went into the bathroom and hid behind the door. In this whole story, she's making you think it's one of the rioters coming to get her. It's the whole riot squad coming for her. No, it was pre-riot. During a bomb threat, and it was a Capitol Police officer. Furthermore, she was in her office, according to her story, in her office ordering lunch for her staff when she should have been getting ready or already in the house chamber getting ready to certify the election. So it did not happen during the riot. She lied about that. She didn't know there was a riot about to happen outside. And the person banging on her door was a Capitol Police officer. Although the whole time she's telling her story and leading up to the dramatic ending where she admits, oh, it was a Capitol Policeman. But he didn't even have a badge. And he was wearing a beanie. Uh, a beanie hat. I call it toboggan, but whatever. Uh, you know, it, 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 what kind of police officer is that? So now she's attacked. She's going on the attack of the guy who was trying to save her life from a bomb threat. But that was all a lie. She was never in danger that day. By the time the riot started, she was in a safe haven. That's the big lie of January 6th. <clears throat> Today, like we started this out saying, the Democrats and Nancy Pelosi had an eight-hour, at least I, the videos I've seen on uh, YouTube and stuff, they have an eight-hour time mark on them. So I don't know how long this commemoration went on 
or what or what, but they made this into a shit show. If if those five officers and they, by the way they didn't commemorate Ashley Babbitt, who was shot by a Capitol security guard, because she was a MAGA supporter who was reluctant to go into the Capitol in the first place and was telling the people who were trying to break the glass, no, no, no. Okay? And then she got scared when she saw the riot squad, the police riot squad show up. <clears throat> and then was lifted up and held up in the air so a Capitol, police, or Capitol security guard could shoot her. They didn't commemorate Ashley Babbitt today. But they, and all police and military should be held in high esteem. But these five people they said died in relation to January 6th did not die from injuries and were not killed on January 6th. They were there, they got injured, and then days later they died. Uh, I think one of them died of a heart attack that day, but they all died of natural causes, not from the riot. They weren't killed by Trump supporters. But the Democrats are lying about this, just like this whole January 6th committee shit show and these people that are in a gulag prison in Washington, D.C. somewhere. This whole January 6th committee shit show is and the impeachment after Trump was already out of office as president were all a spoof to try to keep Trump from running again in 2024 or hurt his chances in 2024. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates were on or in or on the War Room podcast today at warroom.org with Steve Bannon along with Ashley Babbitt's husband or her widower and they were they are the only Republicans the only Congress members checking in on concerned about the status of these political prisoners being held in a inhumane, unsanitary, malnourished gulag, which is a Russian word for a really shitty prison in Washington, D.C. This is what happens in 2021 and 2022 now in the United States of America if you cross the government. Now, I'm not going to stick up for the buffalo skin hat shaman. I'm not going to stick up for that guy. A friend of mine posted on Facebook, Oh dear goodness, they, they've ordered the January 6th shaman to seek psychological treatment. I said, yeah, he needs it. You don't call it, there ain't no such thing as a shaman, first of all. Second of all, you do not, a grown-ass adult, unless you're joking, and this guy was not joking, he took his 
buffalo-skinned shaman costume seriously and really thought he was a buffalo shaman from whatever religion that is. You don't do that as an adult. If you believe that you're a, a shaman, whatever a shaman is, and you dress in buffalo skin garb and go prancing around all these riots and protests and wander around the capital like an imbecile, you need to see a psychiatrist. In fact, if you're doing that right now, turn your computer off. I'm about done with this podcast anyways. Go somewhere and get psychiatric help if you think you're a shaman and you're dressed as a buffalo. All right. But that was the January 6th commemoration shit show in a nutshell. God bless y'all. Please avoid shit shows if you can. I prefer dog and pony shows myself. And until next time, God bless you. God bless America. This is Americana, the American way, signing off. Nanu, nanu. Go mork for mork. Our cigar went out.